Hi, you're listening to Living Life on Purpose, and I'm your host, Matt Wilson. The goal of this show is for us to sit down with successful people who also live a life of purpose. We want you to hear their stories, understand that they've had to overcome adversity, how their faith has played a role, and ultimately we want you to be encouraged by the things that you hear so that you can walk through similar situations. We hope you enjoy. Here in the studio with Jason Black. Jason is the owner of a handful of McDonald's stores here in Birmingham. He is a father of two and a husband. Uh, He is also uh, just an incredible guy who likes to give back to the community. So, Jason, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me, Matt. Glad to be here. Yeah, definitely glad to have you. And um, so you are in basically uh, America's favorite franchise, um, you know, the the all-American restaurant. Um, how did you get into the, the restaurant business, and, and what is that like on a daily basis? Well, it's a uh, family business, actually. Uh, my dad started when he was 15 years old as a crew person uh, at McDonald's, uh, working part-time while he worked at the post office. Wow. Um, and he came on, uh, they offered him a manager position. He came on and he worked his way up through the ranks, um, and eventually bought in, uh, uh, as a franchisee with Max Cooper here in Birmingham and they had 42 locations. Wow. Um, so uh, where I come into play, my dad purchased the restaurants and about three years later I was graduating from Auburn. And uh, really hadn't quite found my place yet and was doing some interviews. And uh, I, I went to him one day and, and uh, after he had told me about the opportunity with McDonald's and uh, said, hey, uh, can I take you up on that opportunity? And he said, sure, let's let's do it. And uh, so I graduated in December of 05. I started at the Trustful McDonald's in uh, January of 06. And uh, so I, you know, that kind of gets me where I am today uh, after some training with, with the corporation. Um, they require a, a, a new operator or a son or daughter of mm-hmm. an operator to go through what they call a next generation mm-hmm. process. And it took me about five years to get through it, mm-hmm. um, running the restaurants, learning every station, learning how to run shifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a, quite a process, and I, I certainly don't give it to you, but it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a lot of fun. Well, I definitely know that the the food business is not an easy business, and and also know that the being a, a small business owner is not easy either. Uh, you know, I think a lot of times people look at a business owner and they see, well, you know, that person's got it made. Um, you know, and they hear, well, you know, his dad was in the business and then he just got in the business. Well, I'm sure it's been pretty smooth sailing for him. You know, what would you say to, to somebody, um, you know, the, the challenges that you face on a day-to-day basis as a business owner? What, what does that look like? Well, it, you know, when I purchased the restaurants, I went out on my own. McDonald's doesn't allow um, partnerships mm-hmm. um, between siblings. And my mm-hmm. sister came into the business about five years after I was approved. Mm-hmm. Um, so her and my dad operate together, and I operate independently. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it, it, it is difficult. The people aspect of any business is difficult, mm-hmm. um, you know, from HR issues, which mm-hmm. which I have to handle, to payroll issues. Mm-hmm. Um, managing 180 employees is always mm-hmm. uh, a difficult task. Mm-hmm. Um, just from the day to day business, mm-hmm. uh, dealing with uh, customer complaints, you know, mm-hmm. we we try to do our best, but 
hey, mistakes happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just overall general day-to-day tasks, mm-hmm. it, it, it's a lot, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's just me. I don't have an office. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I work out of my house um, or out of the restaurant lobby when mm-hmm. it's necessary. Um, mm-hmm. We have meetings in our, our restaurant lobby over on Morgan Road. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, lots of things go into it um, mm-hmm. that you, you wouldn't know about uh, in, until you're in it, and I certainly didn't. I, mm-hmm. I know I, it was a, an eye-opener for me, mm-hmm. even moving from the Next Generation prog- program through McDonald's mm-hmm. and, and purchasing my own restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was an eye-opening experience because you, you can't prepare enough mm-hmm. um, for, the, for the things that are coming at you from an HR perspective, payroll, um, managing the day-to-day business, uh, worrying about your, your P&L report, your profitability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, pricing everything in the restaurant, making sure that the prices are set and that they're they're posted properly. Well, I, I definitely know that there are so many things that go on behind the scenes that the people see in results and they're like, oh, that's awesome. I'd love to do that. And then, you know, they they don't know what those day to day, you know, challenges are. And um, so when you're trying to navigate those things in how you know, as a, a faith-driven person, how do you navigate that, um, you know, the, just the issues of the world when you're, you're trying to, you know, walk in the Word? <laughs> that, that's, uh, that's a good question. You know, it, you just take it as it comes. It, you, you never know what, what situation is going to arise. Um, I try to handle it to the best of my ability, trusting that God's on my side. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, he's going to provide, mm-hmm. um, but it's not always easy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we sometimes we, we get stuck. Sometimes mm-hmm. we we feel that pressure and and don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of times I have I, I question myself and and ask myself, you know, are you doing the right thing? And there's really nobody to to go to to, mm-hmm. to ask that. Um, other than a, a few select people that mm-hmm. you know, I, I surround myself with, my dad being one of them, that mm-hmm. is a huge support. But you know, just just doing doing right by people on a daily basis mm-hmm. is, is what what I try to let guide me, mm-hmm. and trying to be be fair minded, no matter what the situation, mm-hmm. um, and, and giving people an opportunity. People make mistakes, mm-hmm. and. We're all, we're all going to make mistakes. I make them. Mm. Um, in fact, I, I, I apologize for them on a, on a regular basis yeah. because th- things don't go my way all the time, and I, yeah. I, I don't respond properly sometimes. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we we do our best to mm-hmm. to make sure we're fair. Mm-hmm. So you know, as you are you're walking that out on a daily basis, as we all are, you know, it's it's a constant you know battle. It's a constant struggle. How do you when you're dealing with you know, folks that, that you're trying to empower and you're trying to, uh, when you're in some of those positions uh, and you're trying to, to get somebody who maybe they've never had that encouraging or empowering mindset and they've just come in, they just want a job. Uh, how do you handle that, you know, in a life-giving way to try and help them see that, you know, that there's opportunity for them for the future more so than just, you know, you're going to be a fry cook. Or you're going to just work this register, um, you know, making them see that that you can help them move forward in all aspects of life versus just, you know, uh, having some sort of mundane task that that a lot of people can get in in those types of roles. Yeah, you know, one of the first quotes I tell anybody that 
that wants to move up into management with me, and really I've shared this with with all my management staff, um, and, it, and it's in my business plan and and so forth. Um, it's a quote that my dad my dad said: "Is you are who you believe you can be, and are willing to work to become." says a lot because you, you have to be willing to work mm-hmm. um, but we have to encourage people as well mm-hmm. and a lot of times it, it we forget to give the positives we mm-hmm. just look at the negatives mm-hmm. especially in our business where you know you, you're right and wrong on a, on a regular basis mm-hmm. you, we have standards that we expect to hit and a lot of times due to things out of our control we we, we miss those standards mm-hmm. so a lot of times we we tend to focus more on the on the negative, mm-hmm. we we just have to remember to to be a cheerleader as well, mm-hmm. um, and and to help build the person and mm-hmm. not just tear them down. Mm-hmm. Um, and that comes that comes with training. Um, mm-hmm. We have to train our people well. Uh, we have training processes and procedures in place that McDonald's has had in place for mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. And a person that is well trained in their job mm-hmm. is a confident person uh, mm-hmm. that that can do their job better. Um, and that's something we strive to do on a daily basis is mm-hmm. just to train people better, mm-hmm. um, to help them to understand their job and to understand the procedure so that they'll be a confident person and be able to to, to speak with confidence. Mm-hmm. That, that goes a long way in being, being mm-hmm. able to do anything in business. Absolutely. And I, I think that, you know, when you speak to somebody as they can be versus, you know, seeing them as they are currently – uh, I think that that sometimes that can, um, you know, definitely help them get down a path that that maybe they they couldn't have gone down on their own. Um, you know, I speak at Salvation Army um, as often as they'll have me. Typically, it's about once a month, and it's a lot of people that you know they're just getting back on their feet. You know, they've been on the streets. They're they're maybe staying at the Salvation Army or they're they live nearby and they're they're trying to you know either get a degree or they're trying to learn job skills things of that nature and the thing that i always tell them is you know work as unto the lord you know whatever role you're in whatever that open door is you know walk through it and realize that it doesn't have to be a dead end job you know if you do it with excellence and if you you know work to the best of your ability there are plenty of people that started at the very bottom and they worked themselves all the way to the top because they did each position as good as they could possibly do. And, uh, you know, I always like to use Carly Fiorina as an example. You know, she started as an assistant and then ultimately took over the helm of Hewlett-Packard and then, you know, was a presidential candidate a couple years ago. Um, definitely somebody who, who started with very humble beginnings. And there are so many people throughout history that that's been the case. I mean, your dad, you know, he started in one position and now, you know, owns a lot of the, the franchises. And, um, you know, so I, I think that that mindset and and then also how people are spoken to or led 
Um, you know, you, you can definitely have a group of people that, that have uh, an upbringing, uh, upbringing and a background that, that is not the best, and you can lead those people to, to greatness, or you can keep those people right where they are if you talk down to them and, and never, you know, help them believe that they're capable of more. Uh, so I think that that's really important. Um, what are some of the, the things you were saying that there was a, uh, a core, uh, core four that y'all yeah. have implemented? It, it's an article I found, uh, by John Maxwell. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there's a few other food industry, you know, that, that use this, but mm-hmm. it, we just implemented it in the restaurants about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but the core four standards of hospitality, mm-hmm. eye contact, positive tone, connecting with the customer on a personal level um, or, or the person you're speaking to in general. It's not, it's not just for customers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and giving them that, giving the person that, that wow presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and setting these core four standards really helps someone not just on their, their daily job, but it helps them in their, their daily life in general because it, it's not, it doesn't just apply to the business or to, speaking with a customer, it's in talking to people in general. Mm-hmm. You know, when we speak with a positive tone, um, it, it just helps someone to connect to us. When we make eye contact, helps them to know that we're interested. Mm-hmm. We, um, and these things really help us to to connect and, and make good um, relationships with people, which is, mm-hmm. of course, that's, that's what we're made to do anyway, is, mm-hmm. is be in relationship with each mm-hmm. other. Um, so the, these core four standards go a long way into helping us build a business, but also helping us to guide people to be just better people in general. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely think that those are you know good things that are you know definitely lacking in society today. You know where you know, people a lot of times they don't use eye contact, they don't speak with a positive tone, they're they're not kind to you know the the people around them and. Um, you know, I, I know that there are um, you know, rules and standards that, that we once lived by that, that seem to be forgotten today. Um, but, you know, if we employed more of that in society, you know, so hopefully as your your team members are, are getting coached up, they're taking that back to their home and they're building up their family in the same way. Hey, we're doing this at work. Let's try this at home. Uh, let, let's put our phones down, kids, and and let's talk to one another instead of in a kind way versus, um, you know, just looking at screens and ignoring one another. Um, but I, I do think that, you know, Maxwell's got some great stuff. You know, I think he's one of the best leadership uh, gurus, if you want to call him that, uh, that, that's out there. And I've read a handful of his books, and there are so many things that – that can help you, you know, be better in business or life uh, or relationships, whatever it may be. Um, so did you just, did you develop those principles or is it? No, th- those are his principles. And I, and okay. I didn't mention, and I, I realized as we were sitting here talking, I okay. skipped over a smile. Okay. Just a simple smile at, okay. smile at someone as, as they're passing you, as you make eye contact and make mm-hmm. a big difference in anybody's day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet, no, John Maxwell, I, I don't know who created it. I know I found mm-hmm. an article that he wrote on it, mm-hmm. which expanded on mm-hmm. each um, each standard. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he, he's just a, a great person, a, a person that that has written so many books that can be helpful from a business and a personal mm-hmm. standpoint. 
Um, and he does the thing at Church of the Highlands mm-hmm. every December. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've taken my management staff. Uh, mm-hmm. I've paid for them to go to this to, to that every year, mm-hmm. um, and they they appreciate it. They love it, mm-hmm. um, and, and it just it helps them to build build themselves mm-hmm. um, from a, a personal standpoint, not just in business. Mm-hmm. No, I absolutely. Um, the first book that I read by Maxwell was Intentional Living. And it took me from good intentions to being intentional. And it was really a catalyst for me because, you know, I think that there are a lot of people that that walk around and they've got really good intentions. You know, they don't just want to not get certain things done. They've got high hopes and they've got dreams and aspirations and things of that nature. They just don't, you know, get intentional about it. They don't make it happen. They, They wait on certain things to happen. And um, and that was a book that not only I read, but I also led a small group on it. So I had to get even more intentional in how I delivered the material and, and how I really absorbed it. 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, mm-hmm. um, Laws of Lifetime Growth, um, Developing the Leader in You 2.0, uh, all those really good. And, and I know that, that I've read a handful of others. That is a great event. Um, I've gone to, I guess all the ones that they've had, I'm actually going to be out of town this time, unfortunately. And I hated to, uh, to miss it because I do think that if you've got a team, you know, what better way to develop that team than to bring them in and hear from an expert like him to teach it. I mean, obviously they can take your word for it, but to hear from the guy who, who wrote the material, you know, even better way to, to make that happen. Uh, so let me pivot a little bit from the standpoint of uh, you initially started in business with your dad, your sister's in the business as well. Uh, family business is, is challenging. Um, you know, I've been in family business twice. Um, so I know that just being self-employed and you know, being your own boss is is one thing, and and that's being a small business owner is challenging. But you know, being in business with family members, um, that presents its own separate set of challenges. Uh, you know, how was that when y'all were all working together? Um, you know, you and your dad. Um, you know, how was that? Well, it, we never truly all worked together. Um, okay. When I was going through training. Uh, my dad, he oversaw, but he was very mm-hmm. hands-off. He wanted me to learn mm-hmm. and, and learn just like any of his other staff would, mm-hmm. um, and, and I did. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I went through the training program just like any manager trainee would, mm-hmm. um, and, and some of my, my trainers are I, – I, I still have a, a second mother, Miss mm-hmm. Lorietta, who, who did a lot of my training. Um, but, it, you know, it's never-ending. Mm-hmm. You, you, when we're around sitting around for a family dinner mm-hmm. – um, we're talking about the business, mm-hmm. uh, and, and it, it just 
it, it's always there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and sometimes we, we have to, to tell each other, all right, we're, we're, we're going to leave the business right. alone right. For, for the time being. But it, it's, uh, it's just an, it's never ending. But we, we don't mind that. We, mm-hmm. we enjoy our business. We, we love what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and honestly, it helps because we, we have um, – we don't have to have outside sources. We, we can mm-hmm. talk at any given dinner. We, we mm-hmm. have dinner with each other at least once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and are able to to talk through some of the things we may be struggling mm-hmm. with, um, or ask for some help from mm-hmm. from one of you know the, the other's people mm-hmm. uh, in order to get get through a, a struggle or situation. Mm-hmm. So it, it has its challenges, but mm-hmm. it also has its benefits. Yeah, that's good. Um, so we um, well, first of all, the the only person, and I've had you know a handful of positions when I was. You know, going through college, worked in, in various roles. But before, when I was in middle school, high school, I worked in the family business in the warehouse. The only person that's ever fired me is my dad. And, <laughs> um, and you know, I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do, working in the warehouse and not taking it seriously and, and pulling my weight. Uh, and it made me better for it. Uh, but, you know, that's the only time that, that it's not worked out, you know, uh, as far as being let go. Luckily, uh, my uncle hired me, uh, who was in the same business, but I ended up, you know, working in the freezer instead of just a warehouse, uh, which was far more challenging. But yeah, I mean, when we were all in that business together and pretty much all of my family is, is in the, the business over in Atlanta, um, you know, there were the family dinners and that was the, the bulk of that conversation. And, um, so, and we used to have, you know, family meals over at my grandparents' house every Sunday night. And, um, so that definitely was, it was cool that we were able to, to all come together and, and all had that, you know, common bond. And, um, but now they're all in it and I get to help them with various things. And, um, but I'm not in it on a, on a day-to-day basis, but that's also in the, the food industry, mm-hmm. uh, wholesale food distribution. So, uh, that's how I know that the, the restaurant industry is, is not easy because <laughs> made a lot of deliveries to, um, you know, restaurants and hotels and bakeries and stuff, you know, back when I was in high school. Um, so from that standpoint, uh, what would you say to somebody who, you know, they're they're trying to figure out what they want to do, and they think that that maybe uh, small business ownership is is something for them. You know, as the person who's who's in those shoes now, uh, what would you tell them to to look at when they're were trying to make that decision, or uh, just things that they should be aware of? Um, you know, when maybe they look at it and they see the benefits uh, versus maybe the costs. Yeah, I just have a good plan. Know, know what you're getting yourself into. Do your research. Um, you know, there, there's been some some purchases of restaurants that mm-hmm. I, I didn't do so good of research on, and it it, mm-hmm. it, it bit me. Um, but I learned for those experiences, mm-hmm. um, and, and and that's the key. We're we're, we're going to fall. Mm-hmm. It, it's just a matter of you know what did you learn from the fall, and can you pick yourself back up and mm-hmm. and get back at it. And uh, that, that's the key to being a successful business person. Mm-hmm. Um, be willing to take risks, but make sure you plan ahead. Make sure you, you know what you're doing when you get in because, um, you know, the, the, the risk is high and uh, the rewards are great, 
but mm-hmm. uh, there, there's also the, the ability to fall as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially in the restaurant industry, um, you know, just you just have to watch that profitability line and the and the, the the margins, uh, especially mm-hmm. in in the restaurant industry, because mm-hmm. the the margins are are a lot of times small, mm-hmm. and uh, especially when you're managing uh, food and people. Um, that labor line is is always something you have to be wary of, mm-hmm. and it's a fine line you have to walk. Um, you know, do do you add the extra staff to the to the floor to to build the business, mm-hmm. um, or do you keep it where it is and try to try to build it slowly? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can invest a lot into the restaurant um, and, and get no return. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, uh, in it, it comes down to people. Mm-hmm. Um, so on, on a, on the, the grand scale, um, make sure you plan and do your studies, but also make sure you surround yourself with the correct people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the most, most important part. Mm-hmm. Um, y- y- you got to find people that will challenge you. Mm-hmm. You got to find people that have, uh, different skill sets than you, mm-hmm. um, because, uh, if you both got the same skill sets and the same opportunities, you're, you're going to be lacking somewhere, mm-hmm. um, and that, that's that's one place where I I struggled um, for a long time is is find just putting a, a team together. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you've got that team in place, um, just you know you just have to be patient and and know that you're going to find the right people and trust that 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 person's going to going to come to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you'll you'll be successful as long as you surround yourself with the right people. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think the in the years of of being on your own? What has been the biggest challenge that you faced so far? It's staffing, uh, just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, it's hard, especially in the restaurant industry. It's because of its growth over mm-hmm. the last five or so years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Banks are lending money at a very low interest rate. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lots of brands expanding and building, and um, you know we're just all stealing from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, there's there's not enough staff to staff mm-hmm. um, all the restaurants that are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's the biggest challenge is how do how do I see through the weeds and and bring the right people mm-hmm. for my business to me. Um, and that's not an easy task, mm-hmm. uh, even with the help of a, a large corporation like McDonald's that that does help us with these things and give mm-hmm. us resources. Um, we, we struggle to find the right people. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when you think you've found the right people, sometimes um, there's a mask when they come mm-hmm. and interview that uh, they take off about a week after they come to work for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, there's challenges there, too to making sure that uh, we either guide them in the right direction or send them down another path that, mm-hmm. that maybe they're they're better suited for. So you're telling me people sandbag in interviews? <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> no, that, that they don't necessarily match up uh, their resume and their uh, their first conversation does not line up with, with how they perform on a regular basis. Yes, and you know that, that, that happens everywhere. Yeah, um, but it, it, that's that's the biggest challenge in yeah. in, in the restaurant in my part of the restaurant industry mm-hmm. is just finding the right people for the situations. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, we're open late nights and overnights, and mm-hmm. it, it, those are the most difficult times to staff because mm-hmm. 
we we want to be home with our families and i want anybody that wants that ability to be to be there Mm -hmm. um we work with people we give them flexible scheduling Mm -hmm. um you know and and one of the ways we try to attract is through archways to opportunity which Mm -hmm. will provide uh, twenty five hundred dollars a year for a uh, for a crew person and thirty five hundred dollars a year for a manager mm. towards college tuition uh, reimbursement mm. um, and they can even go to school online and receive a laptop for free mm-hmm. um, with the right situations um, mm-hmm. through that archway opportunity program so just one of those things that we're, we we do to try to attract mm-hmm. the right folks and I'm not sure that that gets out to everybody that mm-hmm. that we're actually doing that. Well, I think that that's a, an important thing to note that y'all are trying to, to help bring in good folks and, and help them move forward. I know you're very involved from the standpoint of you guys support a lot of, of organizations. Um, is there any one particular that, that really stands out that, that's doing good things? Or yeah, I, I know there's a handful that, that you guys are involved with. Well, I'm on the board at the local Ronald McDonald House. Okay. Um, of course, that, that charity stays close to our heart because mm-hmm. it, it's it's part of our family, our mm-hmm. McFamily. Mm-hmm. Um so you know that's that's a big one that we always fundraise for. Um, I you know we have our collection boxes at mm-hmm. the restaurants. Uh, we just launched um, the ability to um, round up mm-hmm. your order mm-hmm. so that 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 change mm-hmm. um, going to the nearest dollar mm-hmm. uh, would go towards the house, and mm-hmm. that's that's nearly tripled. Our, our intake, mm-hmm. which is which is wonderful. It does so much for families with, with children who are sick. Um, and these families just need someone to love on them and a place to stay mm-hmm. um, while their child's in the hospital. And, of course, we have great hospitals for children downtown. Children's mm-hmm. and, and UAB do a fantastic mm-hmm. job. Um, so that that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, we, we want to be the community restaurant, mm-hmm. not just the restaurant in the mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the ways we do that is through Planet Fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I met Casey Birdsong a, a while back. He's a local mm-hmm. guy mm-hmm. who is, is started this app. Mm-hmm. Um, and we support 47 or so different mm-hmm. um, organizations through that, mm-hmm. whether it be schools, sports groups, churches, um, whoever wants, wants to sign up mm-hmm. as, uh, as a charitable organization through mm-hmm. the app. And we're happy to support um, not to mention, we have a, a, a local um, lady, Stephanie, um, who is our local store mor- marketing coordinator, and mm-hmm. uh, her sole position is to find schools and, and organizations that need support and mm-hmm. uh, and bring them to us and, and allow us to, to figure out a way to mm-hmm. to help them. Um, so yeah, we we do a lot in the community, um, and and we love doing it. I, I think that's that's. Besides the the people aspect, besides you know guiding people, mm. that's the the biggest thing a McDonald's operator is responsible for is supporting the community that supports mm. them. Mm. That's great. As you and I were having lunch a little while back, you know that's why I really wanted to have you on here because I could tell how much you care about 
giving back to the community, supporting the people that work for you, you know, really being involved in, in building people up. Uh, that was something that just really shined through that conversation. And, and I feel like that's an important message for people to hear that, you know, that there are successful people that, that aren't all about the bottom line, that they really are trying to, you know, make a difference in, you know, what they're doing, not just um, trying to make as much money as possible. And, and that's one of the messages that we like to try to, to convey. And, uh, and, you know, Casey Birdsong, you mentioned him. We've had him on the show before. Awesome, awesome guy, dear friend, and uh, Planet Fundraiser, great invention of his. And, and it's helped a lot of, of organizations. And um, so I'm glad that you guys are, are utilizing that as well. Um, that is all the time that we have for today. Jason, I really appreciate you being here. I know that this is going to be an encouraging message, uh, not just, you know, giving people some business advice, but also life advice, uh, and, and then just encouraging them that, that it can be done the right way and still, you know, be successful. Thanks for having me, Matt. I, I really appreciate the time and appreciate you having me in here. Yeah. All right, well, check us out next time on Living Life on Purpose. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Follow us on Facebook, Living Life on Purpose, and then uh, Instagram, at Living Life on Purpose Always. We'll talk to you next time.